Welcome to Cinema Bushido. Tonight we're talking about Way of the Black Dragon from 1979, starring the biggest badass of badasses, Mr. Ron Van Cleef. It also has Carter Wong and uh, what was his best friend at one point, Mr. Charles Bonet. Uh, tonight with me is the most awesome dude of all rudes. I also call him a prude, but he's not. <laughs> Mr. Lee Van Cleef, how's it going, Lee? Hey, buddy. Every day's a holiday. How are you doing today? I feel like today's a holiday. It's like a Sunday, and I, did, I didn't have to work. And I actually started drinking at... I didn't... I was like... I felt the urge, and I'm like, don't be an alcoholic, Matthew. And then um, I started drinking at, like, noon. I had this six-pack that was just sitting in the fridge looking at me. It was a, a Pilsner from Corvallis, Oregon. And I was like, well, why shouldn't I drink it? Like, you know, the words of the alcohol. And, like, what, is it just going to sit there and get old in my fridge? So... I drank all those uh, while I rewatched this because I kind of watched it uh, last week, but I half-assed it. And then this time I'm like, well, okay, this movie has some problems and we're going to get to that in a second. But I'm like, come on, buckle down. So with the beer and, you know, buckling down, I managed to get through that first excruciating 45 minutes of drug trafficking <laughs> movie. Uh, but let's go straight to that, uh, Lee. What did you think of Way of the Black Dragon? Ooh, that first 40 minutes was rough. It was just basically like molestation, rape, and molestation. It was very hard it to was, watch. It was, you, you just said it. It was like, 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 couldn't they stop molesting and raping? And they wouldn't even like, I mean, there was this rape. Oh, my God. I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead because I don't know when this happened, but it was insane. It was like this man, he's like, <laughs> and he's grabbing her, this girl who's never had sex. And, and this this evil woman like said, you need to show her the ropes. <laughs> and he's got her by the shoulders. He forces her onto the bed and she's screaming bloody murder. And then click, this sexy music started playing and it showed them like <laughs> David Lynch style naked, like on top of each other, like rolling back and forth. It was like, bah, bah. You know, I guess it wasn't, I guess it was sort of like 70s sexy music, but it was like, wait, she's being raped and she still doesn't look like she's, I mean, maybe she looked like she was enjoying it. Maybe that's a big, bigger problem altogether, but what the fuck was up with all the ballistation and rape? Yeah, I hate, I hated those people 20 minutes in. I didn't need another 25 minutes of that shit. You know what right. I mean? Like, I already hate them. Like, imagine a Disney villain that made me hate them as much as... These guys. I mean, I'd be struck for life as a kid. Except the Grinch. The Grinch yeah. who stole Christmas. Except they make it like a two-hour movie. Where like the first hour and a half, it's just him fucking punching yeah, kids in the stomach, stealing yeah. their presents and shitting in them. Like, just, you're like, we get it. He's raping raping people over and over. <laughs> raping people to sex Putting music. them on a bed and inspecting their vagina for drugs. Yeah. Oh, great. my God. There was the whole vagina thing. That big bloody towel they pulled out before they pulled out the drugs. And I'm like... Wait, okay, and this is, so for everyone listening, <laughs> I don't know if you're coming into this with Way of the Black Dragon, you know, it, the title itself assumes Way of the Dragon, Bruce Lee, and that movie, it started out slow, you know, he lands in Greece, and he meets a girl, he, he orders too much food, and eventually he kicks ass, so they were like, let's do the same thing, let's like drag it out a while. Um, a little of the history there. The dude that they had through the first hour of this movie was some sort of uh, Thai soap opera star. And this was that classic thing where they were like, 
we don't know, even though this is like eight years after the first um, first Ron Van Cleef movie, we don't know how people are going to like the black guy being the hero. <laughs> so, yeah, they're like, let's just drag this out with this like Weasley little guy and all this rape. <laughs> Wait, do you think we've got it across to them yet? How bad these guys are? <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing is, is when he gets in there and kicks ass, it's just beautiful. Oh, right. So let's finish up the beginning because it kind of ends. Here's it. Yeah, we got this whole thing. Drug smuggling, girl smuggling. We get them there. Rape, molestation, horrible stuff. This this creepy fucking laughing guy. This girl begging for her life to some guy. A, a John, I think is the term. Um, the John even gives her money, takes off. She escapes. The laughing guy, uh, Mr. Raper, he throws her off a fucking building and she smashes into the street and then we can finally cut and it's time it's time for Ron Van Cleef so I'll let you take it from there Mr. yeah he's just he's just strutting around walking down the street and what's cool is that like he it's he kind of reminds you of Bruce Lee because when he gets into a fight like it feels like the camera's not fast enough and your eyes aren't fast enough and he just he's just whooping down having a good time and he kind of feels he kind of feels blocky kind of like uh, Chuck Norris, but also at the same time kind of disinterested, like Bruce Lee. It was, it was charming. It was hilarious. Yeah, good call. And you're right. Um, and he actually has the honor of having, like, at his prime, like, fought Chuck Norris. Yeah, but in real life, Chuck Norris would have lost. Yeah. Well, you know, we Chuck, is a, Chuck has become a joke. Um, you know, as much as people like the, no, he really is, like, the Pulp Onion meme. He never was that great. Um he was the kind of guy who would sell stretch pants and call him jeans so he could do <laughs> roundhouse kicks. And and Ron definitely has the, you know, the, oh, God, don't do this again. <laughs> why is it, I mean, why can't I have a podcast that doesn't have dogs fucking barking in the background? Let me, let me check mean, it out real quick, hold on. <laughs> with birds. <clears throat> is that a raccoon I hear breaking into your garbage? Yeah. God. To any of our listeners that wants to replace uh, Lee Van Cleef, you just let me know. Um, I have very few requirements. You need to like commercial arts films. Uh, I prefer you have a pretty good mic. Uh, he bought one, but he keeps knocking off at his counter and you know gets drunk. I think he dunks it in his whiskey. But number three, the big one, is uh, no dogs barking constantly oh, in the background. Well, the last time there was a yeah, yeah. and there was some other so. Anyway, it was probably a cat or something. Yeah, of course, of course. So, um, what, what were we talking about? Uh, how uh, Ron Van Cleef? So yeah. Okay. Right. No, he and Chuck Norris both, you know, did karate and. Uh, yeah, he fought Chuck once. I don't know who won. Probably, I mean, you know who sustained the badassery throughout time? My Ron dad, Ron McQueen. Yeah. Chuck yeah. is like a high-pitched voiced supporter of Donald Dump. You can't go any further down than that. You can. He was also a supporter of Glenn Beck. Mm-hmm. Picture that. Glenn! Thanks he, so much for introducing me onto your show. Yeah, he started me to... I see me do the roundhouse kick with my stretchy jeans. I can't do it anymore. Me and 
Kelly the Brock or whoever it was that was on the commercials. <laughs> we can't do them anymore, but we used to. We used I've been to selling Bow Flexes, and I really like your 912 group. We Glenn, used to the best Glenn roundhouse Beck. kick. Yeah. Yeah, so um, let's get, let's just jump in. What was your first favorite scene? Oh, of course, the, the first action check? scene. When he goes out there, yeah. he's walking down the street. He's got his shoulders back. He's, he's chilling. He's having a good time. He's handsome. And then, boom, he gets into a fight with those guys. And, it like, he's just so fast. He's just, mm. I mean, he looks like he he's actually hurting these people. He doesn't, like, the rest of the other action sequences without him, and a couple of them with him kind of look choreographed, but the rest of them, rest of them look like it's a beatdown. And I was like, Well, let me tell you something. It's correct. Lee Van Cleef. There, on, on YouTube, there is a, uh, a copy of this movie that has the full commentary. In fact, I don't think it has any of the actual audio of the actual film. It's just commentary. But he points out, uh, Ron Van Cleef points out multiple times that it is that. Like, this was so low budget, and they were just getting guys from, like, local schools and, and some actors that were trying really hard, and they were all getting their asses kicked. <laughs> like, they all started looking kind of happy, like, ooh, American guy here, you know, making a movie. And then as they continued to get their ass kicked, they were like, this isn't fun. We hate him. <laughs> Black people are bad. There's this movie something like, like, that. Those are his words. He fucking backhands him with his fist, and, I, and that looked like he really hit the guy. I was like, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, the, you know the big, um, big Chinese guy in this. His name is mm-hmm. Carter Wong, and mm-hmm. Carter Wong, he's the guy that made it all the way to the end. He's one of the the trifecta. Well, Carter Wong, he's been in like forty something movies. He's a badass. I love him. He uh, Ron was talking about how like this movie it was like his it was his hero carter wong like being able to work with him so it was awesome to see him and that and that was my first favorite scene when they fought together that was like the yeah when he the, the photo fell out of the pocket and he's like you know what the hell yeah that was awesome it yeah, was like, really hey, great man, I, don't think, I don't know if you know what this is but i'm a good guy yeah exactly exactly and i loved their like he you could tell they were two real martial artists fighting together from like you know all the choreography and and the way they took the hits, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, Ron Van Cleef, he kind of reminded me of like a, a prototype for a video game because he had a lot of upper body strength. Like right. he had a lot of roundhouses and stuff. But like when you saw him like connect or when you saw him spin and then fist somebody, it was just it was it was really it was beautiful. You oh, could yeah. tell this guy could really hurt you. It's the difference between we were watching this really shitty movie. And I, I, I've read some reviews, and they say the same thing. You're watching the shitty movie, and then he comes in, and he's just such a good martial artist, and he has great presence. The trouble is, is he has no acting skills. Yeah, <laughs> I love like the first scene with him. They're in the office, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, the, "We think she committed suicide." And he's like, "There were some marks on her throat and stuff that didn't look <laughs> like suicide." And the person's like, "Well, blah, blah blah." Then they were like, "Well, we should investigate." And he's like, "Okay." And he stands up, and he's just like, he looks at the main guy, and he says. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and he leaves. It's like Terminator style. And, you know, he always has that look on his face. He doesn't look mean. He looks sweet. He looks like the kind of guy you could have a meal with. But also, he's going to kick ass on your behalf. So. Yeah, when it's when it's not like an action sequence, it's kind of far away or close enough that, like, you can see how it's like real action. He kind of, he's, you can tell he's very aware that the camera's in front of him. You know? Yeah. When he's not in his element, he's completely out of it. Right. No, perfect. That's perfect. You said it. He, when he knows he's acting, he's out of his element. And when he's fighting, it's fucking glorious. 
I mean, the whole half, the whole, what, the last act of the movie is just, how do we get these guys to fight more? <laughs> and that's what we're going to get. So, so we have this sequence where we have, like, 40 minutes of them chasing each other on boats. And, like, it wasn't, yeah, it's just, like, boats. They're, like, chasing each other on boats. There's a point where I'm just, like, I, like, looked down at my phone for a minute, and I looked back up, and I took another drink of beer, and I did some stuff, and I looked up, and the boats were still still chasing each other in boats. Like, I feel like that was, like, for them. Like, they just had the budget, right? They're like, listen, I rented these boats. I'm, I have a camera on another boat, and I'm gonna, why, I want you guys just to go on the boats. There was a lot of that. The cars driving off and motorcycles <laughs> driving up. And, like, you're kind of like, what the fuck, man? But then, <laughs> then there was the boat fight, finally. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the boat fight was great because people are just flying the fuck off the boat into the water. And then at one point, I can't explain it, the boat, after everybody's asses were kicked, the boat just sort of, like, started, like, taking off. <laughs> it's like... The wave oh. runners, man. Like, when they show them coming in on the wave runners, they look like BMX bikes. It was just so shitty. With so many, like, the, like his, own, his own scene where he's, like, hanging on the back of that, I don't know, Toyota or whatever. Oh, yeah. I was just cracking up. I was just... I, I, and then there were all these, there were all these, like, you could, it was like if you and me had gotten drunk on a bender and filmed, like, a kung fu movie. Because it's like, the camera guy was like, he was like, go to phase it, go to sink in on somebody's face. It would, like, do this wave effect because he was fucking up. Couldn't get it right. And it was just, like, constantly, like, oh, we're trying to zoom in. It's like, zzzz, I was like, whoa. I was the copy we yeah. watched on YouTube. It was like the, whatever they call it, pan and skin. It was terrible. Like, <laughs> but I, I will say the director is partially responsible. There was a scene that showed like somebody get their ass kicked royally, and it zoomed in on like the bloody corpse, and then it like faded into the boobs of the main bad girl, bad lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this movie was not like, one for skin, though. Good for them. I, well, here's the weird thing. Um, you know, knowing your uh, propensities, I was like, for all the fucking girls and boob shots and crotch shots not a single bit of nudity yet the dub was as profane as they could possibly yeah, yeah. these fucking bitches need to fucking understand that they can't fucking just walk out of a fucking hotel goddamn whores i was like oh wait 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 everything about this movie is pg except your fucking <laughs> your, your voice like your your, your words i was except like your dramatic hate of the opposite sex there so. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, these guys are evil. Yeah. So, long boat ride, another fight. But then, I think this whole movie is summed up that there is a big final fight. And the big final fight is amazing. They have uh, they those two TIE fighters that you saw that pop in. TIE fighters. But I like that. Uh, two TIE boxers that end up fighting uh, Ron and uh, Carter Wong. They're from, like, a local school. So, they've got some skills and Carter's kicking ass, and Ron's kicking ass, and it's just beautiful. So the the final guy, you know, that little dude that um, <laughs> he looked kind of suave. That's actually um, it was a good friend of Ron's. Uh, his name is uh, Charles Bonet. Charles, I guess, at this point, he felt like uh, Ron had stolen his career, uh, is what I read. So he he was there as kind of a hostile final bad guy but the trouble with that is is that he was he'd done about six movies or eight movies to that point and he's he was a great martial artist he's a latin guy and his uh he went by like the panther or something 
you know, where he's from. So he had a little bit of clout. So he came to fight Ron Van Cleef. But Ron's like, like literally two feet taller than him. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> he's and, his ass. Yeah. And we're trying to like imagine that this is like equal. Now we'll get, uh, we'll get back to watching um, Black Dragon's Revenge or, uh, you know, Black Dragon Revenge is the Death of Bruce Lee or whatever the movie is. Um, I didn't have us do that one first because that's coming as a um, clones cast. But we'll loop back around to that one. And I feel like that one, you'll, from a pure quality perspective, you'll think, okay, I can actually watch Ron Van Cleef. You suggested it. I shot you down because it conflicts. But yeah, you're right. That should have been your introduction to Ron Van Cleef. This was still good. That final sequence he kicked ass royally. I mean, there were some great, great sequences. Him breaking the staff and, like, like triple kicking the guts yeah. of one of the dudes. Yeah, I mean, he, he was so fast. You were just like, damn, dude. Like, he, looked, he was actually hitting him. <laughs> he looked like he was actually hitting people. And you were like, just like Bruce Lee. Like, Bruce Lee, some of the times, you, you know, he's just actually wailing on people. And you're just like, yes, this is what yeah, I paid no, for. I, I think it was. I mean, I felt that, like... You're watching it. These guys, yet none of them were that good of actors. They were like, fuck yeah. my guts. You're kicking the fuck out of my guts. Yeah, and that one guy, that one fat white guy, I felt like he was like a, I felt like he was like a kind of like a, a disrespectful nod to uh, Chuck Norris. Oh, dude, you'll love this. First off, somebody else said that. But uh, secondly, um, Ron Van Cleef in the commentary, he said, it was an Australian guy they met at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, you, you're you white. Would you like to be in a movie? So, yeah, you know, he never did anything. He just kind of walked around and looked surly. Yeah, like and Australians do. <laughs> totally. I love that. He's just like, he's got the mustache. You know, he didn't grow that for this film. That man is, was a real person in 1979 <laughs> hanging out in, you know, Hong Kong. He's like, yeah, I'll be in your movie. You're, yeah. you're going to supply the beer? Yeah. All right. Kick the guy out my, of my hands. That was my Australian <laughs> accent. <laughs> Wait, throw in Barbie and mate. And I think we got it's A little cup of love there? A little, a little old in and out loaf. No, that's, <laughs> God damn it, that's, uh, yeah, Malcolm McDowell. I can't do it. Um, Good eye. Good eye, mate. Thank you. You had to get me yeah. started. Okay, so now I'm going Paul Hogan. That's not a knife. It's a knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. I can do it. I can do it. Oh, blimey, I'm shaving my face with a buck knife, mate. You go like scullery made every time from London. What you do? Well, all right, dear listeners, in summary, Way of the Black Dragon. Um. If you want to go down the rabbit hole, I would say, <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, honestly, this is this is what you do. If you want to enjoy this movie, you're, you've enjoyed this podcast, you want to enjoy the movie, literally fast forward, go to, it's on YouTube, mm-hmm. it's uh, one of the, the Wu-Tang collection, fast forward to like 50 minutes in, and you'll yeah. know right away, there's a girl, that are, she's on a roof, and she's being fought with by some asshole, he throws her off, that's when the movie starts. Because that's when you finally get Ron Van Cleef. And then you don't even have to spend a lot of time. There's a lot of fighting. It's pretty good. But then there's a lot of sequences of 
riding boats and stuff and cars driving. <laughs> but you can jump straight then at that point. You're like, get the feel for it. Like, spend 20 minutes, get the feel for it, and then fast forward all the way to the end. You'll know it's kind of like a, the camera's pulled back and you're watching pure martial arts. And then you can just watch Carter Wong, Ron Van Cleef. They fight um, Charles Bonet. And, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Otherwise, you're not missing much. You're missing drugs getting pulled out of a vagina, but you don't see it. A bloody rag and a lot of rape and molestation. Leroy? Oh, yeah. I mean, he summed it up. I, I mean, there's a lot of this movie that's pretty unnecessary and graphic and, quite frankly, inappropriate uh, from an acting standpoint. Like, the, the Asian voiceover dub is, like, horrible through the first hour. But once you get past that, the movie gets pretty decent. Once you get to see Ron Van Cleef, you know, our actual star, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a hero. Well, you ready for your top six challenge? Yeah, buddy. All right. Uh, This one was um, really well thought out, so I think you're going to like this. (laughs) Uh, Top six, number one. Who is the most famous black athlete ever? Of all time, I'm going to say Floyd Mayweather. Oh, that's pretty good. Good question. I mean, good answer. But um, I base this on some website called like Bleacher Facts or something like that. And their answer was Jackie Robinson. Um, no way. He, not even close. He is, uh, he is the greatest African-American athlete of all time. Um, 1919 to 1972, he was uh, something in the Brooklyn Dodgers. Number two on their list was Muhammad Ali. Okay, so Floyd Mayweather just fought a fight against all of the Philippines with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wait, so you're saying Floyd Mayweather, in your mind, is more famous than Muhammad Ali? I would say, yeah, because he, I mean, he gets the boxing, at, uh, he gets all the boxing fans that are still old, and he gets all the yeah, ones that are young. wasn't about and boxing. Every, everybody saw that fight. It doesn't matter if you speak Spanish or if you're from the Philippines or from other parts of Asia or the or the Western Would world. you honestly say that Floyd Mayweather is the most famous black boxer? Of all, I mean, would he, would I say of he's the time. best or he's the most famous? I mean, famous. I, I, would, famous. I would say because there are more people on earth who've watched him than ever. I mean, he's making like 300 million on his next fight. I disagree. I don't even know who he is. Well, that's because you don't watch boxing. Well, I, okay, I do know who he is. And my point is, it's like, if you compare him to somebody like Muhammad Ali... I mean, I, I think Muhammad Ali is a better fighter. I think he's the more iconic fighter. I think he was an actual anyway, fighter. Anyway, you lost. The actual answer from the shitty banks of the internet was Jackie Robinson as Which means somebody that ass. no millennials ever heard of that's 84 million Americans. Right I've never, I don't know him either. Um, I don't know if the Dodgers is baseball <laughs> or so football famous. or whatever. He's, he was, it was a baseball team. He was... One of the first actual black athletes allowed. I don't know baseball. if you're right. Brooklyn Dodgers does not sound like basketball or no, baseball. It's baseball. Yeah, because before they moved to LA, they were in Brooklyn. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they're called the LA Dodgers now? Yeah, they're in LA. Their colors are blue. I don't and white. know if I'll just cut this little thing out or just. Admit no, that leave I'm it in the there. That's, this is, this shows how I'm wrong. Right? If you're right, <laughs> I'm gonna roll my eyes. Hey, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm. The worst. He's like, I think he hit like thirteen touchdowns that year. Go. Okay, this next this next question. I, okay, that question was actually so wide open, and stupid. Actually, I, know. I was just trying to go with like the thing, you know, black athlete because Ron Van Cleef is fucking magical. He is magical. And 
Who's the black Harry Potter? Is the next one. I have to tell you. All right. So number two. What? Who? Who? Which? Which is it? Blah 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 blah. Most famous dragon of all time. The one on the Disney movie. You're wrong. I don't even know. It's Smaug from The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah, that's all there is to it. I don't even have to explain that one. Smaug no, I, I know or Smaug. Smaug. Yeah, exactly. He's the most famous dragon. Another list I found put Puff the Magic Dragon up at the top, but I will not say that. Fuck that. I mean, it is famous and all, but Puff, go fuck yourself. I feel like Mulan has a good following. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, whenever I sing Mulan songs to my kid, um, she be- becomes Ron Van Cleef and kicks my ass. Like, I got this kick in the head the other day so hard, I had like a concussion because I was singing some Mulan songs. Anyway, so number three, who was the Black Knight? The Black Knight? Yeah. Oh, the Dark Knight. So I'll tell you, the Black Knight is interesting because... Um, Are you talking about this... the actual golfer from... Um... Black Knight, just if you... Here's the thing. Black Knight, this thing has like four different like positive answers. They're all different. Yeah, one's the golfer. Um, I can't you remember his the name. Black Knight is. Start over. Come on. Go. I, I mean, I know the Black Knight, the golfer. He's the most traveled golfer in golfing history. No, this is not a golfer. Yeah, he's, his name is the Black Knight. Yeah. Um, the Black Knight. Uh, Frederick Hyatt? I don't know. Okay. Um, so the Black Knight is kind of like a generic term for all these different characters throughout like history and legend. And the biggest one was in the Arthurian legend um, in Sir Percival of Gauls, written in the 14th century. The Black Knight jealously tied his wife to a tree after hearing she'd exchanged rings with Percival, and blah, blah, blah. Sorry, you lost. Um, number four. <clears throat> what is a black dragon? A dragon that is black. <laughs> yeah, close. <laughs> it's from Dungeons and Dragons. It's a type of dragon in that universe. It is an evil-aligned uh, chromatic dragon. And, chromatic being the color. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just know it's it, there were these geeks in the world that played D&D. They're like, fuck, dude, look out. It's a black dragon. It's going to bite you, Jimmy. Jimmy, get under the table. And Jimmy gets under the table. And then, like, you know, the big dude that's, like, never been in good shape, he gets under the table and he, like, bites him. It's like, see, black dragon got you. I'm sorry, number, was I supposed to comment on that? Number five, who played Williams in Enter the Dragon? My boy with the passport. Yeah, yeah. can you come with his swear. name? Oh, the passport. So <laughs> Had all the ladies. Can I, can I have Momo Google it for me? I'm not sure. I don't know. Ah, Jim Kelly. But yeah, you got it. No, I didn't, because I didn't know his name. This chick has a passport. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> it, was, it was so fucked up. Like, it was like my eyes got as big as the moon. I was like, what? <laughs> it was the ultimate, like, like racism and then dude kicking 
ass out of cops. It's what everybody wants today because like, cops are um, terrible. Imagine if Warner Brothers put, put a scene out like that today. There would be <laughs> riots in the streets. Well, they you know they dropped the n bomb in this movie. I didn't catch it. Yeah, there was a point where he was just like this. Edward's gonna come after us. We need to do oh, something. Oh yeah, the Australian guy and the other guy. And I'm like, what? Like you just like I'm like looking behind me to see if anybody's listening because like you can't say that's terrible, sir. Okay, your final question. If you get this question right, actually, you win the top six. If you don't, you're just still a loser, like you were as of right now. There is a famous internet dragon. In homestarrunner.com, there is a uh, particular strong bad email where somebody asks him to draw a dragon, and he draws the dragon. Who's the dragon? You're a fucking idiot. The dragon Jesus. is... Trotooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooo